As the old saying goes, life can turn and change in a dime. In other words, your life, some occurrence or event, can change life in an instant. And when it does, the experience can be devastating, isolating, and confusing. Confusing in the sense that one can lose their identity, their sense of self, of who they are, and where life will lead, because life, up until that moment, has changed forever. And it's important to note that sudden life changes are devastating and isolating because life is meaning and direction, and these are vital to our overall health, that of physical, emotional, psychological, and even our spiritual health, especially as we age. And I've been reflecting on this um, as yet another year of my life has passed, because now, at 61, time is fleeting. And I feel a sense of urgency that I don't have much time to dawdle with devastating, life-changing interruptions. But life changes all the time. And it is in times like these that I rely on gifts of the Spirit, the resources of what I have been God-given and equipped, and others that also have developed through life experience and aging. We humans seek wholeness of being and of belonging. Changing this life balance has been, for me, devastating. Thankfully, these gifts of the Spirit have led me to apply the life skills that I had been given and the wisdom to discover new ones. Of the many moments of life changes, I've discovered that the skill of reinventing myself is truly a gift of the Holy Spirit. That this gift, this skill, grows and evolves with every sudden and abrupt change of life through the course of time. This being Pentecost, I felt it important to consider the ways in which the gifts of the Spirit reveal God's abiding, loving presence in our lives. As I mentioned at the beginning of this sermon, life can change in a dime, and some of these changes can be sudden, surprising, unexpected, or even tragic. And it is when these sudden life changes occur I feel that it is important and imperative, and I must respond, because I must go on living. Some here may already know this, uh, but about 29 years ago, I was ordained for the Roman Catholic Church, and priesthood has always been my vocation. But when my mother called, in the summer of 1998, with the news of her cancer diagnosis, 
my life changed completely. Inasmuch as I had been granted a dispensation for a medical leave of absence, it also came with a caveat that I would no longer be granted the faculties or license to serve as a priest if I chose to leave California. I chose to leave, to take a leave of absence, to be with my family, and to take care of my mother on Guam. And with that, my life drastically changed, and I was devastated. I was heartbroken. I went through a series of powerful emotions. I felt lost, sad, and angry, but very much alone. Who was I if I wasn't doing what and being what I knew in my heart I was called to be and to do? And what was I going to do in this new chapter and phase of my life? But I knew I made the right choice. So how did I cope? I coped by putting myself into work mode immediately. And after taking a few months of care of my mother and as she was responding well to her chemotherapy treatment, my mother called me into her room to tell me that she had particularly important things to discuss and to share with me. As I sat, my mother began to tell me, I love you. And then that she was grateful and appreciative for all that I had done to be home with her by offering to be her caregiver and that it was time for me to return to California to return to discern what life would be ahead. She told me, you've got to go back. You must go back and decide what you want and need to do for the rest of your life. She went on to say, life is short and it is precious. And I am so incredibly grateful for it. And I want the very same thing for you. So go. I returned to the Bay Area, and after a pleasant discussion with the new bishop of San Jose, I made the decision not to return to the Diocese of San Jose for priesthood ministry. As for work and vocation, I wasn't sure what I was going to do next, but what I did know was that this was the first of many ways of reinventing my life and my identity. And like Sarah in our first reading, there have been many surprising and happy reinventions of myself that have brought me newness and hope. And I am grateful. Because of these devastating life-changing moments and through the gifts of the Holy Spirit, I've been able to reinvent, to rediscover myself. And it has been in these rediscoveries where I have been able to find new life meaning 
and the direction of where my life is going. These rediscoveries, these reinventions of my life have changed and augmented my world for the better. My life did not end. Most importantly, my life grew, not in isolation, but within and alongside the love and support of community. A community of where the many unique gifts of God's spirit came from each loving, supportive person who brought healing and wholeness back into my life. These moments of reinventing my life included my painful and long process of coming out, the surprise and joy of meeting Michael, having our marriage recognized, and finding a loving faith community who received us, us, two former Roman Catholic boys seeking to worship God, a God who celebrated them and created them and made them who we are, children of God. Here, you, within this community of all souls, is where we've been welcomed, where we've been received and have been loved, where we were married and have both been ordained to serve and as of next Sunday, we have called home for the past 20 years. Our good news today, dear friends, is that God has a desire for us to know God and for God to know us especially in times of feeling lost, feeling abandoned. This good news invites us to be open to having God simply be with us and love us. Love us in our fullest. Welcoming God into our pain, our angst, our confusion. Having God enter every chapter of our lives in our best and in our worst moments. And God knows what human joy and pain is like because God was incarnate in the person of Jesus. Friends, God is present with us, especially amidst the sudden changes and very surprising ways within every reinvention and every chapter of our lives. That said, if you find yourself on the crossroads of life, remember who you are, dear child of God, that you are not ill-equipped for this world, that you are loved, and that you are not alone. And may you respond with glad and grateful hearts. May you respond and act and not dawdle or delay because life is short and we do not have much time to gladden the hearts 
of those who walk this way with us. So, be swift to love and make haste to be kind. And may the blessings of the lover, the beloved, and love itself bless you and remain with you always. Amen.